Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We are reading in the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles. Now, in the last session, we read um, chapter 24, the book of Acts, and we are now ready to read chapter 25. At the end of chapter 24, Felix had kept Paul in prison. Um, trying to do the Jews a favor. He had kept Paul in prison for a couple of years and he was being replaced by Festus. Now also also it's to, you should be known that at the same time he hoped that money would be given to him by Paul. He was hoping Paul would give him a bribe. So I don't know if that means Paul had money or not, but um, nonetheless, Felix kept him in prison hoping he would get a bribe and also desiring to do the Jews a favor. So I think he was going to get a, you know, get something from somebody was the idea. But here he's leaving office and Festus is coming in to replace him. Let's see. So we're ready to begin chapter 25. Now, three days after Festus had arrived in the province, he went up to Jerusalem from Caesarea, and the chief priests and the principal men of the Jews laid out their case against Paul, and they urged him, asking as a favor against Paul, that he summon him to Jerusalem, because they were planning an ambush to kill him on the way. Festus replied that Paul was being kept at Caesarea, and that he himself intended to go there shortly. So, said he, let the men of authority among you go down with me, and if there is anything wrong about the man, let them bring charges against him. So he's saying, you know, why don't you go with me, and if, you know, if you have a case, let's make it. So after he stayed among them not more than eight or ten days, he went down to Caesarea, and the next day he took his seat on the tribunal and ordered Paul to be brought. When he had arrived, the Jews who who had come down from Jerusalem stood around him, bringing many and serious charges against him that they could not prove. Now, you, you notice the difference between the way Jesus was when he was arrested and the way, <clears throat> the way uh, you know, they pursued him similarly to what they're doing with Paul here. But the difference between Jesus and Paul was Jesus, Jesus was doing, he was, he was, he was doing this, on, he was going through that on purpose. He knew that that was his mission, that that's what he was going to do, that he was going to be arrested and, you know, wrongfully accused and, and wrongfully killed. He knew that. Basically murder. Basically he was going to be murdered. And he knew that. Because, I mean, they, this is what they had planned and hoped and tried to do to him. Now, the difference is... Jesus was doing that. It was part of his mission, part of his goal. That was to save all of us. That was He did that for all of us. Well, Paul is showing us how we should be. It's not that we should be, you know, terribly angry and, and do uh, say and do wrong things and rail against people or anything. No, not at all. But he, he fought them... Um, legally and intelligently, um, he brought up, you know, brought up his rights as a Roman citizen. You know, he he did not just let them drag him off 
and put him away or kill him, though they did put him away, and I mean, all this happened really wrongfully, okay? And these people could have gotten into serious trouble because he was a Roman citizen, but he, you know, he, as he went through the court system, he did, you know, he did try to uh, um, fight for his innocence and uh, get himself out of the situation, okay? And that's, that's what we should do. We shouldn't just let, you know, someone accuse us and drag us off and, and get rid of us. That's, while we do want to follow Jesus' example and we don't want to, you know, rail against people and, and just be all uh, up in arms and out of sorts and be saying mean or awful things or acting incorrectly and, and not being like a Christian, we do want to put up a defense for ourselves and... Uh, you know, try to save ourselves as Paul was trying to do, you know, because we, it, in this case, he's extremely wrongly being, you know, jailed and, and accused of these things. So if you compare the two, they're similar, you know, Paul's, Paul's journey through the court system and his accusations and Jesus' journey through that same system, they're similar, but they're not exactly the same because Jesus was a very unique case and we while we should follow his example in that we should not you know act unchristian um, or unkind we should still defend ourselves with the truth and and be honest and 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 uh, assert our rights as a citizen and as a person Okay, so that's probably long enough. And just as we read through this, just just think of that. You know, kind of make that comparison in your mind as we go through this, because that was something I've done as I've read through this, and it it um, you know it makes you think a little differently about things. Because um, a lot of times we want to follow Jesus' example exactly, but then when you come to things like this, um, it's not really right that you should be accused and then you know, maybe imprisoned or fined or whatever unjustly. You should try to defend yourself. Admittedly, you may lose anyway, even though you're in the right. And if that happens, it happens. You just deal with it. But um, still, you should at least try to defend yourself. All right. So let me continue. So I'm going to start back at verse 7 again. When he had arrived, the Jews who had come down, now that's Festus, when Festus arrived in Caesarea, the Jews who had come down from Jerusalem stood around him, bringing many and serious charges against him. I'm sorry, this is when Paul, because Festus ordered Paul to be brought down. So when he had arrived, when Paul was had arrived, the Jews who had come down from Jerusalem stood around him, bringing many and serious charges against him that they could not prove. Paul argued in his defense, Neither against the law of the Jews, nor against the temple, nor against Caesar have I committed any offense. But Festus, wishing to do the Jews a favor, said to Paul, Do you wish to go up to Jerusalem and there be tried on these charges before me? But Paul said, I am standing before Caesar's tribunal where I ought to be tried. He knew if he went to Jerusalem, that was going to be bad for him. They were going to basically do a kangaroo court and kill him and get rid of him. He may have even known through the spirit about the ambush, that they were plotting to do an ambush to kill him, so he would never even get to court. 
Anyway, to the Jews, I have done no wrong, as you yourselves know very well. If then I am a wrongdoer and have committed anything for which I deserve to die, I do not seek to escape death. But if there is nothing to their charges against me, no one can give me up to them, I appeal to Caesar. So see, he had kind of, Festus had kind of put Paul in a bad situation. Because he was offering to take or send Paul to Jerusalem to be tried, and Paul knew that was not right. And he said, no, I should be tried here in, you know, in this court where, I, where, where we are. And um, then he reminds him, you know, you, you yourselves know that I've not done anything wrong. And if I if I am a wrongdoer and I and and I've committed any crime deserving of death, then then go ahead and kill me. I, I'm not trying to get out of that. But there's nothing to the charge. But if there's nothing to the charges against me, which there weren't, no one can give me up to them. He knew that Festus was basically saying, you know, why don't I just give you over to the Jews and let them do what they want with you? Because that's that was you know he knew he would be killed. So, because Festus was putting him in this bad spot, Paul then says, well, I appeal to Caesar. Because he didn't want to be turned over or given up to the Jews. Now, this changed things for Festus. A Roman citizen can appeal to Caesar. So, let's read on. Then Festus, when he had conferred with his council, answered, To Caesar you have appealed, to Caesar you shall go. Now when some days had passed, Agrippa the king and Bernice arrived at Caesarea and greeted Festus. And as they stayed there many days, Festus laid Paul's case before the king, saying, There is a man left prisoner by Felix, and when I was at Jerusalem, the chief priests and the elders of the Jews laid out their case against him, asking for a sentence of condemnation against him. I answered them that it was not the custom of the Romans to give up anyone before the accused met the accusers face to face and had opportunity to make his defense concerning the charge laid against him. So when they came together here, I made no delay, but on the next day took my seat on the tribunal and ordered that the man, and ordered the man brought to be brought. When the accusers stood up, they brought no charge in his case of such evils as I supposed. Rather, they had certain points of dispute with him about their own religion and about a certain Jesus who was dead, but whom Paul asserted to be alive. Being at a loss how to investigate these questions, I asked whether he wanted to go to Jerusalem and be tried there regarding them. This is not strictly true, because Festus himself... Festus is not awful, but... Festus himself is not you know, without some blame here, offering to send Paul to, to Jerusalem when he, he knows really he should have cleared him right there. Anyway, so Festus is telling, this is what Festus is telling them, though. But when Paul had appealed to be kept in custody for the decision of the emperor, I ordered him to be held until I could send him to Caesar. Then Agrippa said to Festus, I would like to hear the man myself. Tomorrow, said he, you will hear him <clears throat> Wait, tomorrow, said he, you will hear him. So on the next day, Agrippa and Bernice came with great pomp, and they entered the audience hall with the military tribunes and the prominent men of the city. Now, they were making 
like a big ceremony out of this. They were making a big deal out of this because they came with great pomp, meaning, you know, big, uh, you know, big ceremonial flash or however you want to think of it, you know. Pardon me, I'm just a little dry. But anyway, so then at the command of Festus, Paul was brought in, and Festus said, King Agrippa, and all who are present with us, you see this man about whom the whole Jewish people petitioned me, both in Jerusalem and here, shouting that he ought not to live any longer. But I found that he had done nothing deserving death, and as he himself appealed to the emperor, I decided to go ahead and send him. But I have nothing definite to write to my lord about him. Therefore I brought him before you all, and especially before you, King Agrippa, so that after we have examined him, I may have something to write, for it seems to me unreasonable in sending a prisoner not to indicate, indicate the charges against him. So the whole problem for Festus now was that um, he had no charges for Paul because he had heard their case and he knew he had no charges. Now see, when he had heard their case and knew they had no valid charge, instead of trying to get Paul to go to Jerusalem to be tried, which that was not going to be a real trial, as a matter of fact, he was, the plan was that he would be killed on the way, but instead of doing the right thing and what he was supposed to do, you know, he put Paul in that position where Paul's like, well, I have to appeal to Caesar then because I'm not going to Jerusalem to be tried because he knew that was wrong. So, you know, Festus here had a chance to do the right thing several times, but he didn't. He could have, you know, he could have let Paul go. You know, he could have just, you know, said there are no valid charges and went on. But he did not. But here again, um, see, Festus was wishing to do the Jews a favor. Now, why was he wishing to do the Jews a favor? Something doesn't sound right there. It's almost like, like Felix and possibly Festus too was getting something from the Jews that made him want to do this favor for them, even though he knew it was wrong. And then the way he spins it to Agrippa and Bernice, and I, um, I was trying to figure out who Bernice is. I guess Bernice was supposed to be his... I don't know, it doesn't say. Anyway, so we'll let that alone. Um, but anyway, um... So, and then he kind of spins it to Agrippa and Bernice like he's, you know, like he's innocent. And I don't know what charge to put on him. You know, he's in a bind now. He's got himself in a bind because he didn't do the right thing when he should have. And he tried to pressure Paul into, you know, going to Jerusalem. So now he's in a bind that he needs charges. And he doesn't have any charges. He has no reason... To send him to Caesar, you if you send somebody to Caesar, you better have a reason. You know, you can't just falsely send somebody to Caesar and waste Caesar's time. Caesar is liable to send somebody down to take your head off. You know, I mean, it's a serious thing. So he's trying to find some sort of charge. He needs something to indicate a charge. Anyway, this is kind of a cliffhanger. This ends here. So now. 
Paul is going to talk to, uh, he's going to put his defense up before Agrippa and Bernice in the next chapter, and I've probably gone on long enough, but I think it's important to notice that Paul is defending himself in a correct manner and in a legal way. He's not doing anything wrong, and um, here these people are still doing the wrong thing for the wrong reasons. Um, I think the Jews are somehow... Somehow Festus is getting something from the Jews that made him want to send Paul down. And Festus, Festus is not aware of um, the plan to kill Paul, probably. Or if he is, he doesn't care. Um, but he doesn't care enough about his position and doing the right thing to just do the right thing. So then Paul appeals to Caesar to get himself out of trouble because he knows he's a Roman citizen. And at that point, Festus is like, Ugh, now I need something to say about him. I need a charge. And he doesn't have one, and he knows it. So it puts him in a bad bad light. Nonetheless, um, in the next chapter, we will, we will hear Paul. We will read Paul's defense to uh, King Agrippa. So that is the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 25. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day, and remember, God loves you.